The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. You're listening to Business Talk Radio, where we take business to the next level. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, and we are live at Business Talk Radio in New York. I'm your host, Joey Sips, and thank you for joining us today. Happy Friday, you guys. We made it through another week. I hope you got some great safe plans coming up. Uh, as for our next guest, my day just keeps getting better and better, and uh, you guys know that there's two people out there that I absolutely love talking to. One are doctors, and the others are attorneys. Uh, they're both just so essential to the world, to the community, and, uh, and I'm really excited to have her on right now because uh, she is an attorney, everybody, and the co-founding partner at Spiritus Law. Uh, we're going to learn all about her and uh, what she does, what she practices, and we're going to go from there. And by the way, you, yeah, you at home, you could always just in the conversation. We'd love to hear from you at 631-569-4576. Once again, 631-569-4576. You will find her practice in Coral Gables, Florida, everybody. Nice, sunny, beautiful Florida. Here she is to tell us all about herself and uh, her firm at Spiritus Law, Marbet Lewis. Hello, Marbet. Welcome to the show. Hello, I'm so happy to be here. Hello, everyone out there. It is Friday, another great uh, uh, weekend, hopefully, to look forward to for everyone. Well, hello to you, Marbet. I'm almost ready to call your bluff. You, you sound like you're full of life and full of light. Usually, uh, I, I feel like lawyers are always so much more, you know, like uh, stern and whatnot. But you, you seem loose and ready to go. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you can tell by the name of our firm, it's not a very traditional uh, name. We didn't attach, you know, our typical last name to a law firm because that doesn't really show what we do. It doesn't project our character or attitude about things. So okay. spirit is law. It kind of projects our spirit, not only our spirit, but what we do, which is, you know, focus on alcohol law and hospitality law. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to getting into that because um, off the air, everybody, we were talking a little bit about that. And everybody, right, when we think of attorneys, we always think of the same kind of things, right? We think of our personal injury or divorce attorneys and litigation and things like that. Um, uh, she does something totally different. Uh, and it's something I've never even, I didn't even know about. That's why I'm really excited to host Marbet Lewis as the co-founding partner at Spiritus Law because I'm ready to learn something that I've never known before. And you know what? This might also help you out there. You never know uh, what she practices might help you at home if you're going through any uh, of the situations that we might be talking about. So, you know what, Marbet? Again, it's such a pleasure having you here. Let's start from the beginning, and that is, uh, tell us, obviously, a little about yourself. We'd love to know that, and what you do exactly, and what you practice over there at Spiritus Law. Uh, go for it. Absolutely. So Spirit as well, like I just said, we're a bit of a unique bunch of characters mm -hmm. uh, at our firm. We're very collaborative. <laughs> we work as a team. And our firm focuses on the alcohol industry, meaning anyone that makes, distributes, or sells alcohol to the public. Um, and, you know, a large portion of that practice revolves around hospitality businesses. So we represent a lot of hotels, bars, restaurants, nightclubs. Uh, uh, cruise lines, you know, anywhere basically that you can go and have a drink. And as okay. we all know, that segment of the industry has been the hardest hit 
uh, by this pandemic. So it's been a very challenging time, you know, for us and, and for our firm in dealing with our many clients, many of whom we've represented for 15 years, and they're facing one of the most catastrophic situations of their lives. So our practice has been incredibly busy with, you know, making sure that our clients have someone to rely on, someone that can guide them through all of the different emergency orders, the regulations that are coming out, all of the restrictions, and and helping them really stabilize their businesses and, yeah. and keep them moving forward. So it's it's been, it, you know, a, a challenging time, but I think the excitement in my voice comes from the fact that you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. We're, we're, we're getting there. There's, there's a vaccine that's going to come out, and, you know, even if it doesn't work anytime soon in that distribution process and however long that takes, I think that we're seeing businesses really try to survive and thrive through this time, and our main goal has been to really just be here for all of those hotels and all of those bars and, you know, all of their workers that have a lot of questions in terms of, what, you know, how can they go back to work, what can they do, and getting all of these emergency orders in line for our clients so that they can open and that they can open safely. Absolutely. And, you know, everything that you just said really brought a lot to light with me. And uh, and like uh, so many of uh, my listeners already know, and like I told you a little off the air, is that uh, I also co-own an entertainment company with my brother. And we do a lot of DJ and lights and photo booths and things like that. And obviously, I, uh, that makes me in the same business of hospitality. And hospitality mm-hmm. is just being burned to the ground right now, Marbet. It really is. And uh, and it's just sad about the situations going on and, and how, you know, the so many businesses closing down. So uh, in, in a way, with everything going on, uh, uh, what you do, that helps uh, those businesses, those businesses that might be going out of business. Do, do you help those businesses? You know, I'm just trying to just follow yeah, along. Absolutely. And, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the, the great thing about our practice at Spiritus Law is it's so diverse. I mean, I, yeah. like you, I didn't know that alcohol law was its own area. You know, when I graduated law school, I figured I'd go into one of the more traditional litigation, what you just said, you know, Mm -hmm. defense litigation or commercial litigation. Sure. And I just happened to fall into this because a partner in the alcohol group at the time, in the office, I was at a very large law firm at the time, needed help translating. And my background is Cuban. My family immigrated from Cuba, uh, so born and raised you know, here in Miami in the melting pot that it is. Mm -hmm. And I fell into it after that. I just fell in love with the diversity of the industry. Like you said, there's so many different people involved. Yeah. And so, you know, we we develop strong bonds with our clients. It's not like the traditional law practices where, you know, you just get a case and you're dealing with the litigation matter and it's very formalized. Our practice is much more personal. You know, we're in it with our clients where we try to learn as much as we possibly can about their businesses so that we can help their immediate issues, but, you know, also lead them into the future. And right now, that's been the primary target. I mean, our clients, they're very diverse. We represent national hotel chains and national movie theater chains throughout the country that have also been hurting, but we also represent the little guy. And, you know, one of the main things that we've been focused on during this time is helping the little guy, you know, kind of extend any lease agreements that they have or renegotiate any alcohol license financial terms that they have. You know, here in Florida, you buy, right, here in Florida, you buy and sell alcohol licenses. So a lot of these bars have alcohol licenses that they financed. So they have, you know, financing agreements that needed to be worked out, moratoriums on alcohol payments. 
I mean, I remember one of the first cases we got right when the pandemic hit and everything shut down was a very, very small bar owner that had actually just opened up in March. I mean, can you imagine your life savings putting it into this bar business and you open up and a week later, the unimaginable happens. You know, the world shuts down. And this woman was just desperate, looking for help, but not only looking for help, she was looking for someone that would help her just out of the kindness of her heart because her business was shut down. Yeah. She didn't have money. She didn't have any money to pay legal fees, you know, or, or uh, you know, take on these incredible legal bills. And, you know, our commitment has always been to the industry as a whole. So, of course, we took it on and we contacted her lender uh, she was almost in foreclosure, about to lose her liquor license, which, of course, without the liquor license, you can't operate the bar. Right. And we were so happy we were able to renegotiate that for her, um, you know, and give her some time to get back on her feet, uh, renegotiate her terms, her leases. Uh, she, you know, and she was able to do that in order to stay in business and make it through the roughest patch of the pandemic. And that's really what we've been doing for all of our clients is just, you know, looking at their situation, trying to figure out where we can create some financial flexibility for them, you know, where they have more opportunity to keep operating, what, how they can rework, you know, their operations to comply with social distancing plans and stay open as best they can. Also, on top of that, as you know, a, a, a big issue right now with the hospitality industry yeah. is they, they, they really have to rely on electronic media right now and electronic delivery and electronic orders which is not something that was as prominent in the industry before. So Mm -hmm. we've been helping them, you know, navigate that, what they can do on social media, how they can utilize social media to their advantage to still connect with their clients. Because the whole thing of going to a bar is, you know, you want that feeling, that cheers feeling of everybody knows your name. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Yes, of course. We all miss that. We all miss that, going to our local watering hole. So, you know, we've been trying to guide (laughs) our clients to what they can do, like creating virtual experiences and virtual bar experiences so that you can you don't lose the connection yeah. with your patronage that you've built for such a long time. You know, we still, even though we're all so far apart, we still have to stay connected, and uh, that's that's a big part of what we've been trying to help our our clients navigate through. Absolutely, uh, you know, and and even over here in New York, Marbet, you know, obviously. Uh, it's Christmas in New York. There's nothing like it, uh, and and right now there's nothing going on. I mean, you you know the streets. There's nobody in the streets. There's no one doing. There's no one doing that because of everything going on. And it's just, it's it's unbelievable. And I only have like a hundred questions I would love to ask you because I'm so interested in this. That that what you do as far as law is such a specific niche. And uh, you know what? I think we're going to take this opportunity to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, I got a, a couple of a uh, great questions for you and just to let you know I would love to know like you know what of a, a couple of you know situations that uh, that you know we would need uh, to use your services maybe you can give us a couple of examples and uh, I also want to know you know if someone did get their liquor license taken away can you help them at your law firm uh, we got so much on the plate and uh, and I'm really looking forward to uh, to asking you these questions along with some other stuff we got going on so Marbet stay right where you are I'm having such a great time with you and to Everybody else, you guys stick around. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We will be right back with Marbet Lewis, everybody, uh, attorney and co-founding partner at Spiritus Law in Coral Gables, Florida. And by the way, you can call and ask her a question if you'd like, 631 569 
888-346-4576. And I'll hit you back with that number once again when we come back. Stick around on Business Talk Radio. Is your computer slow? Seeing strange pop-ups? You could have a computer infection. Call Computer and Internet Help. A certified malware removal specialist will make your computer healthy and fast again. Most importantly, at an affordable price. Call Computer and Internet Help at 239-567-0104. That's 239-567-0104. Or email them at pccoach@live.com. That's pccoach at live.com and go to their website computerandinternethelp.com computerandinternethelp.com computer and internet help making computers healthy one at a time ladies and gentlemen here it is the most listened to radio show on the planet even the other stations are tuned in too You're listening to Business Talk Radio, where we take business to the next level. We are back and we are live, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us here at Business Talk Radio in New York. I'm your host, Joey Sips, and I'm having a great time with our guest right now, everybody. It's the first time I've had the pleasure of hosting her on live radio, and we're really having a great time. Uh, she is a co-founding partner uh, at Spiritus Law, and that law firm is located in Coral Gables, Florida. So I'd like to welcome back Marbet Lewis. Welcome back, Marbet. Hi, great to be back. Yeah, absolutely, and we're having such a good time here. Um, and just to those who might just be joining us right now, like I said, she is an attorney, but um, not not what you're thinking. She actually uh, specializes in alcohol and hospitality, which is uh, a really, to me, a, a certain niche of law, but that's what she does, and she is the best at it over there at Spiritus Law. So let me continue this conversation because, Marbeth, there's definitely people out there that might be a little confused, but now that we know what you do, I would love for you to, if you can, maybe you can give us a couple of situations where somebody would need uh, your services of law. Well, absolutely. I mean, the primary calls that we get Mm -hmm. are, you know, just either individuals or very large corporations and anything in between that are trying to integrate alcohol into their business, whatever their business might be. We get calls, for example, from hair salons, you know, that want to incorporate cocktail hour in their services, and so they need an alcohol license. Pretty much in in any state that you might be in, if you're going to profit from the sale of alcohol, you need a license. So we get a lot of calls for that, you know, alcohol licensing. What alcohol licenses do you qualify for? So that's the big number one. During this pandemic, though, obviously there haven't been a lot of new businesses opening up particularly in the retail area. So what we've been, you know, helping a lot with right now is conversion of businesses. For example, people that had maybe a small lounge or a small little wine bar where they served, you know, only on premise and it was like a little cocktail place. But now with all the shutdowns, like you just mentioned, you know, in New York, I know we're seeing them again in California and all throughout the country. Uh, Even here in Florida, you know, there are just some jurisdictions that are really struggling and so they have more restrictions than others has really been converting those businesses to really offer either more outdoor-type seating and expand their floor premises, or, you know, on the alternative is to convert those businesses to off-premise sales, meaning like package stores. We've had a lot of people that have, you know, they they realize their on-premise business is is flat. 
you know, or it just may not be safe for them to open. And so they've been trying to integrate, you know, on a more permanent basis, not just pursuant to some of the emergency orders that have been issued, allowing restaurants and bars to do alcohol to go, for example, which has been a real hot topic in our industry. But, you know, some businesses that have just decided, look, we know we're probably not going to be, you know, open and back to where we were pre-pandemic for a very long time. So we just want to convert our business to a package store and really only do to go and on online and delivery sales. So we've been converting their licenses, which requires not just conversion of your alcohol license, but, you know, maybe all of your uh, local operating permits, depending on what those were, and there's different use approvals that go with that. So that's been uh, a big bulk of what we've been doing. Another space has been in advertising. Because, like I said earlier, everyone needs the Internet, right? You no longer have the benefit of going to the bar and looking through a menu and the marketing materials in a menu or signage that may be on site. So brands, they need to keep consumer loyalty, right? We don't want to lose our our client base. So a, a big part of that has been really guiding our clients through what they can do online. Alcohol, as you know, is one of the most regulated products not only in the United States, but in the world. So what you can do and who you can market to online is, is, is regulated, and there are many guidelines uh, to prevent, you know, extreme advertising or particularly targeting minors. You know, we don't want to do that. So there are a lot of regulations that are involved with how you can market alcohol online, what you can say if you're a producer, it, you know, what you can do with retailers, how you can promote retailers. There are a lot of regulations that prevent the different tiers of the industry from supporting each other, which is unfortunate, but that's what it is. And so we guide our clients through those regulations, sure. uh, you know, and, and all of those changes in law that are happening right now. So those are a few areas that come to mind that really occupy my day and most of our time here at Spirit of Law. Let me ask you this one, Marbet. You know, and I'm sure that this has been happening. I know that, again, being in this business, I've dealt with it myself. But, of course, I always give those deposits back within good faith because, you know, of the coronavirus and everything going on. But there are times where, you know, these catering facilities are not giving back, you know, deposits. And, and you know, I don't know why well, I'm don't know if you know, but I'm sure you know that, you know, when you put down a deposit for a wedding, we're not talking a couple hundred dollars here. Usually we're talking exactly. tens of thousands of dollars, and that's just for the deposit. And sometimes, you know, given given the circumstances, at this point, some of those places aren't giving their money back. So I was wondering, uh, can you help with something like that if, if a client decided to sue for, for reasons like that? Now, granted, obviously, there is a contract. I know that. You know that. But uh, is there something that can still be done? Is there a silver lining that you might be able to find to try to help that client get with get their their deposit back i just thought i would ask you know sometimes there are and we've been on both sides of that issue you know in the past prior to the pandemic we Mm -hmm. represented a lot of businesses where people just kind of changed their mind you know and wanted their deposit back and we've actually been on the side of the business trying to you know protect the business uh, and keep stability because you know that's part of what the deposit is but now during the pandemic we've also been helping individuals okay uh, you know that call us and say hey i I put down a deposit and the venue won't give it back. Now, in a lot of cases, there are those contracts, and it really just depends on what the underlying contract says. In some of those cases, we've been able to work out sort of a deferral, you know, a postponement rather than a complete cancellation, postponement to next year, so deposits are still honored. 
and people don't completely lose their money. You know, and in other cases, we've been able to work out partial refunds. Uh, you know, and in some cases, it doesn't work out. You know, that's just the, the, the nature of the contract that was signed. But, you know, what I can tell you in that area is moving forward, you know, businesses and individuals alike are going to need to start planning for these kinds of situations. So I think we're going to see a lot of changes in event contracts and how event contracts are negotiated and how, how deposits are handled. And that's something we're already talking to our clients about, you know, re-examining uh, the contract forms and the contract terms that they put in place because this was an unimaginable situation. Yeah, you know, this is not. Yeah, this is not something that anyone would plan for. Uh, or even think was possible. I mean, I sometimes walk outside and I see everyone walking around with their masks, and I, I, I'm still in shock, you know, that this has happened in my lifetime. So, you know, it, but I think it's going to heavily impact how we do business in the future and the catastrophic events that we plan for. Absolutely. I, I, I can't agree more. You know, um, Marbet, we have about two minutes left of our broadcast, so I wanted to uh, I wanted to ask you this before I, I give it I, I hand it back to you so you could tell our listeners how to get in touch with you with more info. But again, it's kind of st- sticking with this uh, Corona and COVID-19. I wanted to know, um, obviously, I'm sure that business is always consistent with you, given, uh, you know, your credentials here. You know, you're the best at what you do over there, especially in Florida, nonetheless, the rest of the country. But I was wondering if um, you've seen an uptick in, in business with, let's say, since March, you know, dealing with all of these issues because of the virus, because of these shutdowns, because you've got, well, I, I mean, you're in Florida, I'm in New York, but I like to call them um, Cuomo's Gestapo, uh, you know, so I call them the you know, Cuomo's Gestapo, you know, going to bars and clubs and causing issues and giving... F- you know, fines and penalties and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering, in the last couple of months, have you seen like a, a tremendous uptick in, in uh, you know, uh, needing your firm to, to help clients or even businesses? Well, you know, I mean, I have to say because of what we do, obviously mm. we were as devastated as everyone else. You know, come March, we had, I mean, 90% of our client base shut down within 24 hours of each other. You know, the collective wow. gas down our hallways that day uh, were, were, you know, very sad. And what our team has been with us for a long time as a firm. My husband and I founded this firm, and we committed to keep our employees. Nice. You know, we didn't want to leave anyone out on the street or give them that burden. Of course. So it, it was challenging, but fortunately, you know, we have seen a slow, steady uh, pickup in business, although the business is kind of different. You know, it's not, sure. obviously, it's not the new openings, the new licensings that we're so used to handling throughout the country. But it's more so, um, you know, help us get through today. And now what we're seeing is challenges to a lot of those emergency orders. And people's want, people, businesses want to fight back now. You know, they want to know, if I'm being shut down, why am I being shut down when that business is not being shut down? And if I'm being shut down, why don't you tell me how I can operate safely instead of just not letting me operate? And that's the attitude we're seeing. So we're seeing a lot of uptake and, and pickup in that area of work. And, you know, you know, call the, uh, the governor's office, call the mayor, see what we can do to get open and to get them to understand that it's not about shutting down. It's about finding that right intersection between safety and sustainable business practices. And, and we're seeing a lot of work emerging in that area. 
Well, that is fantastic. And, you know, I, I could probably, <laughs> I wish we had more time because I'd love to pick your brain about it. I really think a lot of this is also political, but that's uh, for another day, another topic. Uh, I'm sure, yeah, obviously, I'm sure we could make that work. But again, uh, Marbet Lewis, everybody, uh, attorney and co-founding partner at Spiritus Law in Coral Gables, Florida, uh, the best in the business at what they do at the law they practice. Uh, if you need somebody on your team that's, uh, that deals with alcohol and hospitality look no further than spiritus law everybody marbet it's been a pleasure hosting you i'm looking forward to doing this again and diving even deeper with you but for now as we conclude our broadcast please tell our listeners how to get in touch with you absolutely if you need to reach us you can always find us at spiritislaw.com that's s-p-i-r-i-t-u-s-l-a-w.com you can email me at marbet M-A-R-B-E-T dot L-E-W-I-S at com, or give us a call at 305-417-6559. We look forward to hearing from anyone in the industry that, you know, is struggling through and may need some help. Absolutely. And once again, like I said, anybody out there in the industry, uh, you need their services. They are who you want. Spiritus Law, everybody. And again, the wonderful Marbet Lewis. Thank you so much. And remember, SpiritusLaw.com, you guys. And Spiritus is S-P-I-R-I-T-U. Law.com. Or uh, if you are in the area, you could always give a call. You said it ended at 6559, right, Marbet? Yeah, I said 305-417-6559. There you have it. Thank you again to Marbet Lewis. Everybody stick around. We got more show coming up on Business Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Going to take a quick commercial break. But remember, 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 spiritislaw.com. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. You're listening to Business Talk Radio, where we take business to the next level. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C. Take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D. Help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.